Evgeny Malkin's going to miss at least some of the coming NHL season. So, is it really a good idea for him to participate in the Winter Olympics? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. It's now official, or at least as official as anything gets in the COVID-19 era, that NHL players will fly to Beijing to represent their countries in a tournament spanning two and a half weeks of February. It's also certain that Malkin would be chosen to represent his homeland in the tournament. But let's take a look at this timeline here. Training camp, of course, starts in three weeks. We don't have an exact date yet. We do for the Penguins development camp at September 18. Shortly after that, you'll see NHL players roll in. Malkin won't be participating, according to the team. And this was according to the team several months ago when it was announced that he'd had knee surgery. So they knew exactly, I shouldn't say exactly, they knew roughly what his timetable would be, and they knew that it would include not having training camp. And we have heard nothing from the team since then to counter that he wouldn't be able to participate in camp. Now, I'll take that on my own to the next level and say if he's not going to be in camp, he's not going to be participating in Game 1 either. Maybe not for a while. Ron Hextall himself has thrown out hints that suggest that part of the reason for the way the roster's been constructed in the offseason, as much as anyone can make sense of that, is their awareness that Malkin might not be ready. So this is where I'm going to get purely hypothetical, but let's say Malkin's not available for a month. He's out all of October. So he'll be able to play November, December, January, and then go overseas. That seems palatable, you know, at least from my own perspective, not that my vote counts. That seems like I could deal with that. I could see three months of hockey. He goes over there, plays at a high level. It's not a great number of games, but it's a it's an intense brand of hockey that in some cases, as we've seen in Pittsburgh over the years, can actually elevate the player's performance upon coming back. So there are pluses to it. I've never been one to say, hey, don't send this guy or don't. Don't let this guy go or you, the player, shouldn't want to participate because of the NHL. I'm a big, big, big believer in the NHL and its players being at the Olympics on every level. But, but, in Malkin's case, what if it's longer? What if he's out longer? This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins 
is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you can translate into five full meals for people who don't know where their next meal is going to come from. pittsburghfoodbank.org Let's say Malkin is out two months. I mean, we could do this back and forth all day and keep playing around with missing this much time or that much time. But if he misses a significant portion of the first half of the NHL schedule, and I'm talking about something like, you know, through Christmas, there is no feasible way, I think, that he could show up, play a month's worth of games or five or six weeks' worth of games in Pittsburgh, take off for Beijing, you know, and then come back. I, I just, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Not that the Russians wouldn't have him. They'd love to have him. I'm talking about from the Pittsburgh perspective. I'm talking about from his own perspective. You know, let's not forget that as we're speaking right now, he hasn't signed that extension, and neither has Chris Letang that Hextall has spoken openly about. Hextall has said he'd like to get that done. Now, imagine having these kinds of contract discussions and along the way, you're dealing with a player who's got an uncertain bill of health. Yes, knees are mostly stable and predictable things with modern medicine. It's not the way it was when Bobby Orr blew his out and he was done for his career. But at the same time, you just don't know. And you're getting a commitment from the team that you want to stay with for the rest of your career. And it's going to be a big, big dollar amount, regardless of how it plays out. And then you're going to miss the first half of the season and then take off for Beijing. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I just think that there's something there where it's not going to line up that Gino would go over. Look, the the number one thing that matters here is that he comes back to full health. Uh, Ideally, everything that I'm discussing here is moot, meaning that he would be ready a lot sooner than anyone would expect. He would perform at a level that we've all come to expect. And he could go to Beijing and there'd be no issue. I just think that if this gets long, you know, sacrifices have to be made. And don't be surprised if and when this does become a real issue. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's always brought to you by... FuboTV, the monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. 
Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And for a limited time, Fubo TV is offering our listeners, meaning of this show, a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. All you have to do is go to your web browser and type FuboTV.com slash DK. No contract, no catch, cancel anytime. FuboTV.com slash DK. Today's J1Q comes from Jason, who asks, Tristan Jari, is he really so terrible? I love the way you worded this. Or do you think he can learn from his mistakes and evolve into a more complete goalie who can actually help the team win in the postseason again? Jason, I've made pretty clear through this offseason that as critical as I've been of him that I believe in his talent, I believe in his athletic ability, I believe that he's got a ceiling of being a top 10 goaltender in the NHL. And you know what? I'm not really going out on a limb when I say that. Because two seasons ago, meaning the one that ran into the pandemic, he was a top 10 goaltender in every meaningful category. Across the board, goals against, save percentage, you name it. Top 10 goaltender. And then the playoffs of this past season happened. I'm still not sure exactly what we saw. I don't believe that Ron Hextall can be completely sure what he saw. I don't believe that Mike Sullivan can be completely sure of what he saw, or even, for that matter, Jari himself or his teammates, because they saw the other thing that he did. My concern with Jari has been a consistent one. And that is that he seems to lack intensity in higher intensity moments. I'm not just talking about the obvious one that comes to mind, dropping the puck and passing it up the middle there. I'm talking about the time he dropped the puck and thought about shooting toward an open net, protecting a lead in a playoff game. You know, dude, no. No. And we've seen that from him. Where that even keel, that calm, that expressionless face that he's got most of the time, which can be and usually is a good thing for a goaltender, can bite you in the other way when the games really ratchet up and you as the goaltender really don't. Playoffs are a different beast. They look different to the naked eye. You could take someone off the street who'd never seen a hockey game before in their lives and show them a regular season game and show them a playoff game, and they'd be able to tell you within five minutes the difference. Why? It's just elevated. It rises up. And you, as the athlete, have to do likewise. I don't believe that we saw that from Tristan Jari against the Islanders in any of his games, including the ones the Penguins won. That's a concern for me until it isn't, you know? Look, Jason, he's free to prove 
all of us wrong. He's free to prove me wrong, and I'll, I'll take it. I'll eat it when it happens. I'm betting pretty much everyone will. But until, until it's seen, I was and remain very much in favor of going and getting someone else. Because this isn't a great time for experimentation or a leap of faith. Not with Sidney Crosby being well past 30 years old, not to mention Malkin and Latang and a lot of the rest of this team. But, hey, you know, we'll find out. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow.